They say that a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Well, generally, that's a true statement. But in this case, there really isn't much mind left in D. Scott's head anyway, so the only thing we're really wasting here is your time. Welcome inside the mind of D. Scott. Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. It is uh, episode 10 of the podcast. Thank you so much for uh, checking this episode out. Of course, I would be D. Scott. You're listening to Inside the Mind of D. Scott, which is clearly stated in the intro that I took the time to produce. So if you didn't listen to that, that was my blood, sweat, and tears that I put into that. It took me roughly 45 minutes to write it and get it all produced. So I would appreciate it if you would listen to that and, and just kind of like go, wow, he did a really good job. It's fine if you don't, by the way. I'm actually just being very egotistical. And uh, that's pretty much it. So we're still in quarantine, right? That's what we're doing. It is the quote-unquote new norm of the world, I guess, where we just kind of hang out at home and work from home. And now in New York, at least, which is where I am, we have to wear a mask if we are going out in public where we cannot practice social distancing, which I never thought ever that I'd be able to walk into a store wearing a mask and not be stopped by security or, as I'm wearing it on my way out, not be stopped by men with shiny badges who say, excuse me, sir, we have some questions for you. Can we check your bags? And end up putting putting me in handcuffs in the back of a car, and then I have a court date, and I end up in jail. But that's where we are. We, we, we got to wear masks when we go out now, as long as we're not practicing social distancing, which is funny because I did it. I went to the grocery store yesterday, and as I'm, I, I had a mask. I put my mask on. I walk in, and as I'm walking around, I see a guy in the grocery store without a mask on. Man, I normally don't look at people like in any type of way unless I'm in Walmart, which I wasn't in Walmart yesterday. Uh, But I looked at this guy and I'm like, dude, if I brought myself to putting on a mask, you can do it too. Like you may not agree with having to do it. You may not even think that the issue that is going on right now, this pandemic, is as bad as they're saying it is. You can be one of those people. I have no problem with anyone that has their own opinion. But for the sanity and sake of other people, just do it. It really doesn't hurt you much. How long are you at the grocery store that you have to wear this mask? Don't worry about looking foolish. I started to, and I was like, well, what do I care? I'm walking around the store. Everybody else is going to be wearing A mask. I can wear one, too, then. It's not like I'm the only person walking in there looking like Michael Jackson back in 1989 when he was wearing a mask everywhere. He went, and people were like, what's he doing? Why is he wearing a medical mask all the time? Just because um, he didn't want to get sick, obviously. But So I was was eyeballing the guy. I was. I was like, dude, really? Yo, if I can do it, you can do it, man. Just do it. Uh, I also saw that they were opening beaches down in, like, Fort Lauderdale or something like that, which blows my mind. They were doing it so people could walk and, like, exercise on the beach. But you know people are going to abuse that. So all of a sudden, bam, the beaches are packed in Florida again. And I know that Florida hasn't, quote, unquote, reached their peak yet, which I guess maybe we have in New York. But nobody really knows. And I'll tell you the truth. I I don't pay much attention to the information that's coming out uh, anywhere. At this point, where I, because it's everywhere you turn, it's all over the news. There are briefings every single day from the president and the governor and your governor, wherever you might be hanging out. So I and I and I've seen some of it and I've watched some of their, you know, their 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 briefings, and I just go, nobody really knows what they're talking about. I don't care if it's a scientist, a doctor, uh, a politician. 
they're still trying to figure this all out. And the knowledge that they have is based on other viruses, not necessarily this one, but the behavior of other viruses. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to do what I'm told. I'm going to stay home until I'm told that I don't have to stay home anymore. And I'm just going to go about my day and I'm going to live my life. I'm not going to argue with people about who believe it, who don't believe it. Uh, I'm just not going to do that. It, I I saw a thing on Facebook and I just shook my head and I won't get into any specifics on the discussion, but it was it was silly. It it was it was silly. Okay? That's where I'm at. And it's but it's now this is driving a wedge in between people. So it was politics before, but now this pandemic is starting to drive a wedge into people and I don't want to talk about all this stuff. I didn't want to have a serious uh, podcast today. I just wanted to touch base on a few things because what I did was I, I jumped on my social media and I put it out there because I was having a hard time. Listen, we're, we're stuck home. So there really isn't outside of the pandemic. There isn't much to talk about. There isn't a whole lot going on. So I'm like, all right, well, I need some topics to talk about. Let's put it on social media. So I did. I put it out there. I got three separate responses. I got a response from my friend Corinne, my buddy Justin, and this guy John. And they gave me three different talk topics that I, they wanted me to cover in this podcast. So I am going to do that. First topic, the, the response came from Justin. He was like, dude, talk about Tiger King. I can't. I can't talk about Tiger King because I have not watched Tiger King. Like, not even a little bit, nothing whatsoever has interested me about Tiger King. So I did a little research, and I did find out that the dude, um, uh, let's see, the Joe Exotic, that guy, Joe Exotic actually looked into buying 28 gray wolves. I don't know if it was also or if it was to, instead of the tigers that he had at his quote-unquote zoo. He was looking into gray wolves, but they were creating an issue because they were, like, breaking out of their uh, enclosures that they were kept in. And I'm like, oh, so you went with jungle cats instead. That was that was a much better idea. So now you have a bunch of exotic jungle cats on your property. Sure. Yeah. Other than what I looked up, I really don't know much about Tiger King. I know everybody was watching it. I tend not to get into that kind of stuff. Uh, if it's if it's a mass thing and everyone is watching it, I'm like, yeah, I don't really. And then I heard about it and I'm like. I don't want to. I don't want to watch this. Like I just don't want to. I heard some specifics. Never got interested in the show. So Justin or the series, excuse me. So Justin, I appreciate you reaching out and uh, hit me up with the topic of Tiger King. But I literally had no interest in watching it. Not even for the greater good of talking about it on this amazing, non-award winning, uh, probably have four subscribers podcast. Just didn't want to do it. It was that was not a thing that I wanted to do. Uh, also. So this kid, John, hit me up. He used to come party with us back in the day when we would do uh, club gigs and stuff like that. Kid out in Massachusetts. Wanted me to touch on the firings of the WWE. Now, WWE uh, has been dubbed essential in Florida so that they can continue doing their shows. And now they're doing live shows again, which is great for their fans uh, to an extent. They're still able to put product out there and get their advertising dollars in. Because just like everybody else in this world, WWE, and I know, listen, uh, Vince McMahon has a ton of money. It is WWE is also a publicly traded company. So there are stockholders involved in this one. But they did have a bunch of firings that happened at WWE because, let's face it, you know, you can't do live shows. Merchandise really isn't flying off the shelves. Um, you know, you're not really, you're, you're just not, you're not pulling in the money like they used to. So a bunch of people got let go. Epico, Primo, Leo Rush, 
EC3. These are just, these are just names that you might have heard of if you are into wrestling. Uh, no way Jose was let go. Heath Slater was let go. Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, Kurt Hawkins, Zack Ryder was let go. Uh, Rusev was let go as well. Drake Maverick, who did post the video on his uh, on his Facebook or no, I'm sorry, on his Twitter. Quite emotional. Uh, and, and they're saying that it was all due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, that they, They've been suffering. Everybody's suffering financially. So as radio stations are furloughing employees or also uh, laying people off, WWE kind of in the same boat. Like, I don't know what these contracts were for these guys and how much money they were pulling in, but none of them are huge name stars. So it's not like marquee guys were let go. They didn't let go. Uh, oh, Kurt Angle was on there as well. I don't. His name got deleted. Kurt Angle was let go. But he was. I think he was more on like a Legends contract or something. I'm not even sure because he wasn't seeing like he wasn't like in action. He wasn't wrestling all that much or showing up a lot on TV. So maybe Mike Chioda. Oh, he was a referee. He was let go too. I just noticed that. Sorry. Um, so I'm thinking like you know these are like the lower tier guys. I know Leo Rush was on uh, on. 205 Live. He's part of their um, their middleweight or lightweight division guys or whatever they're calling them. Uh, it sucks. I don't want to see anybody let go at all, ever. Like, But I understand it. I see what's going on in the world, and I understand that you know people are losing money. Companies are losing money right now, hand over fist. And I don't know what kind of contracts these guys had. So maybe it was just easier for them instead of trying to renegotiate and give them more money, which they may not be able to do because I know other people were uh, also getting decreased pay. Like they were taking pay cuts on some levels. So there is that as well. But it sucks. It, it does suck when anybody ever gets fired, especially if they want to be in the position that they're in. And I'm assuming all these guys enjoyed working for WWE. They wanted to be a part of it. And now they're all looking for work. And there is a chance. It's not like they can go back to the indie scene because indie shows aren't happening right now. So their other choice at this point would be like Ring of Honor or um, AEW, which is also doing just, you know, shows in front of nobody. So I don't know if they're going to have any layoffs at AEW or not, um, but it sucks to see anybody let go. I've seen it happen with radio companies, not just the company I work for, but some of the other major conglomerates in the radio business have had to let people go. Smaller radio companies that are uh, more based like locally, they were letting people go as well and cutting back on a lot of stuff and, you know, like. I know one company here locally only has their full-time guys coming in to do shows. So your weekend guys, your part-time guys in radio, they're not really getting the shine that they want. They're, they're not getting paid. They're, they're not allowed to go in the building. It's just kind of like uh, your, your quote-unquote essential employees for on air. So it sucks. It really, really sucks to see anybody let go uh, from anything. I've been a part of it. And I know I keep repeating myself. I've been let go from this job, from radio. I've been laid off. And it sucks. It, it's not a fun experience. You don't know what's going to happen next. And especially now where there are such uncertain circumstances and we're in such an uncertain time, you don't know what that next move is. So how do you land back on your feet? Because right now there's nowhere to land. And there's no end in sight at this point. So I know they're giving us May 15th as the next time they're going to reassess possibly opening things up, but that's not going to happen. And with wrestling falling under the category of a mass gathering, who knows when they're going to allow um, large crowds to gather again and go to gatherings such as wrestling events, arena events, sporting events, 
and concerts. Which leads me to the next topic, Corinne. Thank you so much for for commenting. She wanted me to touch on the concerts being postponed until 2021. And from the sounds of things, like the Department of Health and the and then everybody else that's you know making quote unquote decisions. Um, they're saying that gatherings like concerts are probably not – they're, they're going to be the last thing to let happen again. They're going to – as they start opening businesses back up and allowing people get to get to their quote-unquote new norm, I think concerts and sporting events, mass gatherings such as, you know, where thousands of people are going, are going to be the last thing that they open back up. And one of the things that I looked up just to see, like, what they're saying about gatherings like this – is they're saying, like, maybe fall of 2021? Fall of 2021. Like, I'm recording this right now on April 19th of 2020. So we're talking, like, a good year and a half until concerts can happen again. And baseball, and we can go see baseball games or football games or basketball or hockey, whatever. Mass gatherings. Fall of 2021 is when they're saying possibly. But don't don't quote me on that because again nobody really knows. I mean this may just go away as quick as it came out of nowhere. Who knows? So you know, and I'm just kind of like, yeah, that sucks. So for anyone that was planning on seeing concerts this year, and we still have some in the area that have not pulled the plug yet. I think that's going to end up happening, which is unfortunate. And, I mean, these shows that I'm talking about that I have in the back of my mind are in September at Saratoga Performing Arts Center. Like, we're, we're looking at, like, that. think about it, September. It's April 19th. I just said that. So, uh, let's see, April, May, August, September. That's five months. You know, I should have known September was the ninth month. We're in the fourth month. That's five months from now. So, five months from now. And we're looking at these concerts probably getting pushed till next year. So there's going to be a lot of um, replanning of tours that's going to happen. And it sucks. And, and Corinne, I, I, I'm not sure uh, how you're feeling about this. I know you wanted me to talk about it, but uh, it sucks. It, it really, really sucks. Is there anything we can do about it? Probably not. And that's the unfortunate thing. Like, there is nothing we can really do to bring them back or have them, you know, just say, no, no, we're going to do this because they can't do that. Like if these venues aren't allowed to open and allow all these people in and you can't have these concerts. So there's going to be a lot of uh, rerouting of tours and replanning of tours that were supposed to happen in 2020 for next year. And even if we're allowing shows to happen later on in 2020, they still have to replan the tour because they were already supposed to kick off and they were also already supposed to be happening at this point. So I'm not really sure uh, what to tell you. If you're planning on going to any concerts in 2020, you might want to reconsider that. Okay. Like, will we get sports back? Probably. I think they're working on ways to work around things and have no audience at these games, at professional sports games, whether it be the NBA, Major League Baseball, NFL, uh, NHL, it doesn't matter. They're, they're, I think they're working on ways to get them so that, you know, they find out all the athletes involved in the leagues are clean. They're clear. They're, they're, they're test negative for COVID-19 or anything else at this point. And uh, they can go back to work and do what they got to do and play their games, which we're only going to be able to watch on TV. There is no way they're letting us come to watch these. So if you were planning on going to a game this year, and I would have liked to have gone to Yankee Stadium to see the Yankees play this summer, had a great time last year, went down on a bus trip in celebration of a buddy of ours, who's ours who passed away, uh, my buddy Danny Bruno. Shout out to my man Danny. Rest in peace, my friend. We, we miss you. 
so much. Sidetracked. Sorry. Danny, I no disrespect whatsoever. Got to get back to what I was saying. Uh, we, we went down with like two, two and a half buses, three people, three buses. I don't know what the hell we had. I think two buses of people to celebrate his birthday down at Yankee Stadium. They played Boston. Had a blast. Uh, I got extremely drunk before I was even out of the 518 area code. It made for a long day, but we got through it, and we had a great, great time with a lot of great people. Um, was looking forward to going to Yankee games this year. Probably not going to happen this year, which is unfortunate, but that's fine because I don't think we're really going to be able to afford Yankee tickets this year, so there is that. So that's pretty much uh, that's my thoughts on all of it. Let's see. Tiger King, just to recap, Tiger King, I don't really have any thoughts on that. I didn't watch it. I didn't want to. I'm sorry, Justin. Uh, WWE firings, I understand them. I get it because they are losing money just like everyone else. It just sucks all the time to see anybody lose their jobs. And then concerts, it sucks that everything is getting pushed into 2021. But I think that's where we're at right now with this world. So as unfortunate as it is, if you were planning on going to any shows this year, you're probably going to have to do without. Because what I want to – oh, and, and that brings me back. I wanted to circle back because I said how sports was working on – uh, maybe setting up so they could play their games without an audience, without a crowd, no one there. Um, you can't do that with a concert. You, you really can't. I mean, there are things on television that they've been doing where it's like, you know, at home together and, and one world together at home and the living room concert and stuff like that where you can put it on TV, but that's not quite the same. And it's only one song. Like, it, you, st- you can't get the band together. They can't even be near each other right now. And, you know, get up on stage and do a show. You're not going to broadcast your show from Madison Square Garden on stage, you know, Maroon 5 on stage at Madison Square Garden with nobody there because you figure the performance, there are things to offset paying for the venue that you're performing in and it may have something to do with ticket sales and vendor sales and stuff like that. So, and then you got to pay for the rigging and the staging and all that stuff. So they're not going to be able to do that. So you can't have concerts with and not allow a crowd in there, obviously. So it all sucks. Everything Pretty much sucks at this point. Hopefully, you are maintaining uh, well. I don't know how else to say that. You're not losing your mind. You're going. I will say that uh, in the beginning of 2020, we were trying to lose weight. I was, anyway. We're trying to get a little bit healthier with healthier eating. It has become more and more difficult the more time I spend at home, unfortunately. I'm not completely eating like garbage, but I'm not doing all that I was doing before I got stuck uh, being at home all the time. You know, I'm not taking as many walks, although the weather took a turn, too. So if it gets nice again and I'm still stuck at home, then I will start taking walks more often. But I'm not uh, big on taking a walk when it's freezing out. Don't don't want to do that. So uh, it was quick to put an end to my healthier lifestyle, which sucks for me. That's how weak I actually am. But I was in a routine, now I'm in a different routine, and I'm snacking all the time because I'm bored and I'm home. And I'm like, what do I do? I don't know. I'm going to eat. And play video games. I am 98% done. We'll say 98% done with the Spider-Man game on PlayStation 4. There are three side missions, not three, not side missions, but like three mini stories or sub stories on the game plus the main story. I have finished 100% of the main story, 96% done on one of the side stories, 96 done on the other side story, and 95% done on the third side story. So I'm getting there. I'm, I'm roughly, I'm, I'm about 96% of the way through that entire game. Like, I have never sat down to play like a, uh, a puzzle game, which I guess is what you would kind of consider the Spider-Man game, where, you know, you got to you go around and you have to do these missions or whatever. 
an adventure game. I've never finished one completely. I have a couple of different Batman games. Never finished it 100%. I am that close to finishing the Spider-Man game because I am home on the couch and I don't have any sports to watch. Although I'm excited tonight. I am excited because I, I've said this a couple times. I'm recording this episode on uh, uh, April. I almost said February. <laughs> it's not February. April 19th, which is a Sunday and the 10-part docuseries of the last dance, the Chicago Bulls, the 97-98 Chicago Bulls team, their docuseries is going to be released on ESPN tonight, which they pushed up to give us all something to watch and some kind of sports. I was a giant Bulls fan in the 90s. Uh, I still have love for the team, but don't pay much attention to the NBA anymore, but I'm definitely watching the Michael Jordan stuff and Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, because it kind of documents how they, it was their last dance. Like, before the season even started, management of the Chicago Bulls, the higher-ups were like, no matter what, Phil Jackson is done. And none of those guys were going to come back and play without Phil Jackson. They really should not have broken up the team after the 97-98. They should have done what they could have to keep everybody there. Because they should, and until the team started to decline is when they should have broken up the team. Not just because, ah, screw it, management says so, and we want to save money or whatever. They should have kept the team together. So I'm going to watch that tonight. I will figure out when all the episodes are on. There's 10 episodes of that. So I'm going to watch that. Uh, I don't know if you are. I, I really don't even know who I'm talking to for this much, for the most part. So there is that. So once again, as always, thank you so much for checking out the podcast. Definitely appreciate you. Share it. When you see it on your social medias and you listen to it, share it out there for your friends to check out. Uh, I would appreciate it wherever you're listening to the podcast, if you would subscribe to it and also uh, like it if that's an option. All right. Like, subscribe, and share. Those are the three things. Stay safe. Do what you're supposed to do. Wash your hands. Social distance. Call your mother. How about that? Yeah. There's my last piece of advice. Call your mom. She would like to talk to you. Okay. She's bored. She misses you. Call your mother. I'm actually going to go do that now. Um, that is it. I'll talk to you guys next week, probably, unless I get inspired to do another one. See you. Bye.